the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the Arthur Idella Power Hour, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. It's Arthur Idella on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Wednesday. Just turn on the Idala Power Hour around 6.03, and when you hear Matt Sambolino speaking like he's a 12-year-old boy before he hit puberty about hemp leaf, you will know that it is a Wednesday, right, Sambolino? Pretty much, yes. I think I sounded great there. Yeah, I, I mean, you sound great. <laughs> You sound great <laughs> if there's no testosterone flowing through your veins just yet. Um I am very happy to be back. I will tell you, I, I have like, I don't know what I have, a little a little post-nasal drip situation. Um, allegedly, tomorrow, uh, Andy is coming to the law office, and he's giving me, you ready for this, Sam And I know I've made it now in the world of 970. I'm getting a cough button. Yeah. Sam why don't you tell the listeners what a cough button is? So um, a cough button will basically disable your microphone briefly for as long as you're holding down the button. That allows you to turn yourself off when you are not here. As opposed to now when I just crawl into my desk and stay away from the microphone. Yeah, or my cough, I do. Cough away from the mic. I thank you, Sam Bellino. And uh, I believe we have very quickly uh, our friend Joan Pelzer on the line. Hello, Joan. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm afraid of this cough button, I have to tell you, because... What are you going to do with me? <laughs> no, I won't. I, it only kills my mic. It will not kill yours. Joan, I know you, you're you not in the studio right now, but I just wanted to, have, to thank you for, I heard you did a great job Monday and Tuesday holding down the fort when there was a lot of breaking news, both uh, locally and nationally. So thank you so much. You have a great show tonight. I'm actually off to my theater to help with an event that we're doing tonight at 7 o'clock. So we are going to have some fun at AMT Theater. All right. Thank you, Joan, for setting up tonight's show. Tonight we have um, a very important guest. He is the for the city of New York. He is the city council member, Justin Brannon. He is my city council member, representing Bay Ridge, Diker Heights, Bensonhurst, and Bath Beach. That's actually the neighborhood I ran for ran in, in 26 years ago. And then we have Jason Green and Ray Pinkley. Uh, they are the founders of Hemp Leaf, and we're going to talk a little bit about that product and how it came to life and the benefits of that. And it's Wellness Wednesday, so we're all trying to be well. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about my uh, my trip the last two days to um, Atlanta, Georgia. 
I met a very, very, I, I reunited, I should say, with a very great lawyer, a guy by the name of Drew Finling. Uh, he is based out of Atlanta, and uh, he just tried a case that, uh, well, I shouldn't say just, it was in October, that didn't go exactly the way he wanted, and the family of the uh, defendant found our law firm and asked us to come down and be involved with the sentencing, which we were, and I think now to work on the appeal. Uh, the funny part is uh, about my friend Drew Finling is he's like, yeah, I've been down here in Georgia for the last 30 years, and, you know, there's no New York in me anymore. I grew up in Long Island, and, uh, you know, it's so funny because – I'm down there in Atlanta and I'm all with, with these Atlanta natives who clearly are not New Yorkers. And then there's Drew who I see him and he talks in court and he's clearly a New Yorker. He did a great job in court. Uh, we got a great result for the clients. Really, really great. Uh, cons all things considered. And uh, we're going to move forward. Now, I do have a very special guest. I've been away and I haven't seen this person since Sunday. And today I'm doing the very rare thing, and I'm broadcasting from home as opposed to the office because I came home because I wanted to see this guy who just ran into my office. Say hello. Hi. What's your name? Arthur. Arthur what? Idala. And what comes after Arthur Idala? The third. And where are you coming from right now? Where were you? It's not a hard question. My mom's office. Oh, Yo, your mom's office. Not your mom and dad's office, just your mom's office? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't there pictures of me hanging up on the wall in the Brooklyn office? Yes? Okay, so I'm going to do the radio show, and then I'll come upstairs and we'll play, okay? Say, say goodbye to everybody. Bye. <laughs> so now you guys know why I'm home for that. If I wish I, This is when I wish we had a video component, because he came running in, and he's smart enough now, Arthur, he knows I'm on the radio, so he's giving me the shush sign as he's giving me a bear hug of a hug. And those of us who are fortunate enough to be parents know that there's really there's nothing better than that, that feeling. When I walked in a little earlier, Ariana saw me and she put her arms up for a big daddy hug. And Luke is upstairs doing his homework. So, and as you heard, Marianne just came home from the office. So you guys are getting a little inside look into the world of Idala with uh, three children under the roof. Two mildly stressed out attorneys. Um, but, um, you know, Marianne and I have been working together since 1999. And she's doing incredible things as the counsel to the public administrator here in Brooklyn, New York, as well as her other private cases. And um, like this case I was just involved with down in Georgia. I will, when I feel a little more comfortable, um, will share all of the details because it is a very unique case regarding a sheriff uh, down there and how he treated certain people. And it's a case basically of first impression or as the judge said a case with very novel issues. And when a trial judge says it's a case with very novel issues, that bears very well for an appeal because it basically is a way of saying that these are not settled laws, these are not settled rulings, and there's an opportunity to flip things around. So that, and, and let me tell you something. Uh, the judge who we appeared before was, she she handled herself very, very well. It was a packed courtroom. There was Atlanta media everywhere, and uh, there was a lot of pressure. It was a case, uh, like a case that had never taken place before. Someone had never been charged like this um, and anywhere in the country. Uh, so it's a big deal, and the appeal is going to be a big deal. And um, Diana Fabi Sampson, who is um, a partner in our law firm, who is 
integrally involved with the Harvey Weinstein appeal and the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell appeal will be if we if we're going to go forward, which I believe we will, is going to be integrally integrally well very involved <laughs> with. I'm sorry, folks. I got off the plane. I went to the office in Manhattan, and I drove back here. I had to like set up my little studio here at, at, in Bay Ridge, and then I had to prep because Justin Brandon coming up. You know, he's the head of the fine. He's the finance chair, so he's got everything to do with the budget and um, money and how we spend it. And will it be a, a surplus or will it be a reserve? Let's. Uh, I got flooded with calls, basically from Saturday and right up until right before showtime here. People concerned with the banks, people concerned with the finances. Um, I have no problem admitting we have several accounts in Signature Bank. Uh, I was at Sunday night, I was at um, the 25th anniversary dinner for um, the City Meals on Wheels. It was an excellent event, great people there. I was with the mayor for a while. Um, uh, Bruce Teitelbaum, who was... Mayor Giuliani's original chief of staff was the one who invited me. Uh, he was there. Just a lot of people who I know. There were a lot of city, uh, very generous, philanthropic city folks there. And um, one of the things that happened while we were there was that our phones all start vibrating about, I think it was right after the mayor spoke, about Signature Bank being taken over. And this was all after the um, Silicon Valley Bank situation. And some people were really bugging out, like really bugging out. Like I was kind of bugging out, but uh, I was very fortunate that within a short amount of time, our um, contact with the branch manager at our signature bank said, listen, everything's fine. You can come in Monday, take out the money. You can come in Wednesday, take out money. Friday, take out money. We're going to be totally covered. We've already been, uh, that's already been acknowledged. You know, people who own stock in the company are maybe, maybe taking a hit, but the depositors are going to be fine. I said, is that only up to a quarter of a million dollars? Is it past it? Because we have escrow accounts there. We have uh, business accounts there, you know, our operating accounts there. And he, he said, no, 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 everyone, everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine. But it was a little stressful, and it shows you how fragile, how fragile things are for us and how quickly things could change. It's like a house of cards, folks. Um, one last thing that I'll leave you with, and we'll talk about it at the bottom of the show, is I spoke to um, my friend and colleague Joe Tacopina a little while ago, and anyone who's been following the news lately has seen Mr. Tacopina either on TV, on the radio, or in the newspaper. Uh, he has decided to represent President Trump um, in the uh, the civil case that's in federal court in front of Judge Lewis Kaplan that is going to go to trial, I believe, April 29th um, regarding a sexual assault, but it's a civil case, not a criminal case. And now uh, he's joined another brilliant lawyer, Susan Necklace, uh, in representing President Trump in this grand jury uh, investigation that could lead to charges. And I have no problem telling you, I hope it does not lead to charges. I don't think it's good for New York. I don't think it's good for Alvin Bragg. I don't think it's good for the country. But we shall see. Um, I'll give you a little insight to what Mr. Tacopita told me at the end of the show. Same bowl and remind me to <laughs> cover that again. Um, I am here prepping for uh, our next guest, Councilman Justin Brannon, who I anticipate is going to be fantastic. So don't go away. We're going to take a quick break and Sam Bellino play us some cool music. I'm so happy to be back. Don't go anywhere.
Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've actually been in fitness for a long time. I just thought, well, you know what? I'm a little tired during the day. And that was one of the main things I was having. It's like, oh, man, you know, I'm just give this a shot. And, and so I started the Balance of Nature, and I didn't really feel a lot for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, I had energy. And so for me, I was like, oh, my gosh, it took that kind of tiredness away. So now I don't feel that. So that is huge. And so I was just like, I cannot take this tiredness, but now it's gone. So yeah, I love the balance of nature. For that. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code Brandon. So hopefully no one in your family is in a hospital or a rehab center because, folks, those costs can absolutely ruin you. You need to know what you're eligible for, what government programs can help you. It can absolutely bankrupt you, bankrupt you to pay for a hospital, to pay for a rehab center. Don't panic. Be prepared. Call Connors & Sullivan. Yes, R. Connors & Sullivan, R. Mike Connors. The attorneys at law, the attorneys who have been doing this for 40 years, the attorneys who have helped hundreds of people just like you with these types of issues, they will tell you exactly what you would be eligible for under these circumstances. They will help you devise a plan to make sure you don't go anywhere near bankruptcy. So call our friends at Connors & Sullivan. They will give you a free initial consultation with a lawyer, not only about Medicaid and those programs, but about your overall estate picture. So call 718 238-6500, 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. And remember, folks, it's never too late. The time to act is now. The only time it will be too late is when it is too late. So act now. Don't wait. Call Connors & Sullivan, 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And after you speak with them, you'll be so glad that you did. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hello, Brooklyn! Yo, beasties! Well, I guess this next guest, he deserves, he deserves such recognition because before, before he stooped to the, to the, the world of politics, both with uh, Vincent Gentili and other, role, uh, and other roles in the world of politics, Justin Brannon was known as a musician, and not just any musician. He was one of the founders of the hardcore punk bag band Indecision, uh, and also another band called Most Precious Blood. Oh, I wonder how Father Monsignor Casada felt about that. Um, and, and Justin actually did, and he also worked in the world of radio, which is our world, he also did what Rapid Pulse did around Christmas time. He did it a month before, and after years not playing with his hardcore punk band Indecision, he brought them back together around Thanksgiving weekend, marking the Quintet's first live performance in years and years, and he is the guitar player. So we could talk a little bit about that, but there's so much more because Justin has risen uh, proudly so to uh, a very prestigious point part of our city government, the part that handles money. Uh, he is the chairman of the New York City's Finance Committee. Welcome to the Idola Power Hour. I should say welcome back, my friend Justice, Justin Brandon. How are you, sir? Good, very well. Thanks for having me on, Artie. 
I actually almost call you Justice Brandon because you know it was Justice. Brandon. <laughs> G- give me, give me, give me sixty seconds on the world of music. Well, my Catholic guilt took me pretty far. I was in a, uh, a hardcore punk band for about ten years. I toured the world. Um, you name a country, we went there and probably slept on a floor there playing our music. And um, honestly, the three chords that I learned at McKinley Junior High School uh, afforded me a decade of, of touring the world and experiences that, frankly, uh, believe it or not, prepared me for, for what I do today. Do you have like a highlight of one of those countries or one of those gigs? Uh, we played in um, we played in Croatia not long uh, after the War of Independence in the mid '90s, and that was pretty wild. Um, but it was it was fun. I mean, we used to go to the you know the, the promoters would tell us oh, no one goes to uh, Portugal and Spain and France anymore, and we would say, well, then that's where we want to go. Um, and they would send us everywhere. I mean, we went to South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, Russia. You name it, if they would give us five plane tickets, we would we would go and play. And um, it's a nice way to spend a decade if you have one to spare. And um, and you were in the world of radio as well, correct? Yeah, I worked at WNEW for a while, and I did uh, commercial like voiceovers and stuff. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing that. Well, I can mind because I know people in the world of radio who know you quite well. So, um, Justin, obviously, people should know you're my council member, and. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I was talking to the mayor uh, about two weeks ago, and in my uh, my Manhattan office on 45th and 5th, you know, when I look at the building next door, you know, pre-COVID, every floor there was filled. And now, post-COVID, although my office, my office and my floor is packed, I look across to the corner of 45th and 5th. Uh, I'm on the northwest side. This is the southwest side. And all three floors that I could see through, the fifth, sixth, and seventh floor of that building, above the UGG store, you know, in the heart of Manhattan, are vacant. So as the, the finance chair, I know this falls somewhat under your purview because everything having to do with money has to, just falls in, in your lap. What are we going to do with converting offices into residential apartments? Is that the answer? Is that what you're thinking about? It's definitely something we're thinking about. Um, I don't think it's the panacea, but I think I think we'd be we'd be silly not to at least try. So I introduced a bill uh, that would that would uh, turn that would basically create a task force to figure out if we can do this. I got sick of hearing people wondering and waxing if we could do this. Um, and we said, let's figure it out. And it's something that over 75% of New Yorkers support, but how, how is it going to work? So now the mayor put together a task force that's really given us a roadmap for how we can chip away at our housing crisis by putting this unused office space to good use. And look, I think after every crisis, New York City has reinvented itself, right? After 9-11, you know, before 9-11, you couldn't have imagined living on Wall Street, right? After, after the market closed, it was like a ghost town. It was tumbleweeds and, and wild animals down there. Now there's a neighbor, there's neighborhoods down there, right? In the morning, people are walking their dogs and taking their kids to school. So I think there's a ton of opportunity here. I'm very excited about what's to come, but ultimately we, we need help from Albany with uh, the incentivizing these conversions because they're not cheap um, and we need to create more housing that New Yorkers can afford, but we need to do that by incentivizing it so that more uh, you know, uh, owners of buildings that, that have unused office space can see uh, that that converting it into residential makes fiscal sense, and it's good. It's good for the economy, and, it, and it'll house. It'll give people somewhere to live. So the plan that the mayor put out 
if everything goes through, we'd be able to create about 20,000 units of new housing uh, by, by, you know, leveraging the opportunity we have here with vacant office space. So let's see what we can do, you know. So, Justin Browning, uh, we're talking about real estate. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you're one of the council members, if not the council member, who's leading the charge regarding property taxes and making sure those of us who own, uh, who have to pay property taxes for our little homes here in Bay Ridge uh, don't get hit over the head. Is that, a, is that accurate? I, I've, been, I've been sounding the alarm on the need for property tax reform before it was sexy. Now people actually know what I'm talking about and, and, and they want to do something about it. Um, you know, I, I think it speaks to the whole, the, the whole ecosystem that, that was really laid bare during COVID, where if people are out of work and they can't pay their rent or pay their mortgage or their property taxes, you know, it, it's an ecosystem, right? If, 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 I, if property taxes are higher, now that's going to ultimately that goes to the renter, right? The, the burden gets pay, paid down to the renter. And I think it's about time that we figure out, we know what needs to be done, but we need Albany to, to help us out here. This, the, 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 the property tax system that we have in this city is basically calcified inequity that's hidden in plain sight. And in its current form, as you mentioned, working in Wow, wait, hold on. That's a, that is a great quote. Calcified inequity that's hidden in plain sight. I, no, no, I'm serious. That is very cool. Look, true, I'm right? sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. do you know, yeah. do you think Albany's going to help? Because I, I, so, I don't get that feeling. Well, I mean, you know, last I checked, people in Albany also represent people in New York City. So I'd like to think that You've got a lot of working and middle-class homeowners who are paying far more in property taxes than those who own more valuable homes in the more, you know, the bougie neighborhoods and whatnot. And, you know, this is something that when I was first yelling about it, people had no idea what I was talking about. And, and now I think it's finally getting the attention that it deserves, but it needs to be taken seriously. And like a lot of things in the city, we can't do it without Albany, right? There's a blueprint that de Blasio on his way out put together a task force and put together a blueprint. It's the road forward for how we can finally fix this broken property tax system. But we can't do it without Albany. We need their help to make this right and to make this fair. Like everyone knows about Everyone talks about, you know, the former mayor's houses in Park Slope. It's not about the, it's the mayor. It's about the neighborhoods that are paying too little, while, frankly, neighborhoods like ours in southern Brooklyn or southeast Queens or the northern Bronx or Staten Island, we're subsidizing their lower property taxes by paying too much. And it's got to, it's got to end. It's, it's inequity hidden in plain sight. Everyone knows it's not fair, um, and, and we're waiting for, for Albany to get serious about it. Well, I, I – you know, let me know. If we, let me know how I can help because obviously I'm directly affected. You know, Justin, I know there's a couple of topics we I want to talk to you about as well. But I, since we're on money and taxes, as the chairman of of the finance committee, um, we're talking to Councilman Justin Brennan. What kind of? I know the budget is is we're right in the midst of it right now. Are are we going to have um, a surplus? Are we saving? Are we having a rainy day fund? As you, maybe you heard me say earlier, you know everyone's so scared with these banks collapsing. Uh, sure. Gives us a little state of the union of the budget since you're the man. <laughs> sure. Well, one thing I'll say it's it's a popular misconception that I always like to to demystify a bit that. You're going to inevitably you're going to see headlines that are going to say the city council is looking to add XX dollars to the budget or Mayor Adams budget has ballooned to X dollars, whatever it is. 
A misconception is that New York City starts at zero every year and we just spend until we run out of ideas. That's not what happens, right? In reality, New York City is we're charter mandated to spend the revenue that we take in. We're required by law to balance the budget. That means you got to spend smart and efficiently and you got to save where you can. So we're not printing money. So really, if you if you want if you believe in New York City and you want the economy to be healthy and you believe in the success of New York City, you want the budget to keep going up because that shows that we're, we're making money, that the city is taking in money. It's not like we're sitting down at, at Rayo's and saying, what should we order? It's that we're saying, here's how much money we have to spend or save, and let's do it wisely and, and efficiently. And that's what we do. And I think right now, I think we're in, you know, the, the city council believes, and the city council and, and the mayor's side don't always agree on, on where we're at fiscally, but we believe that right now, our economists are telling us that we're, we're in good shape, right? And and we believe that OMB is, is underestimating the, the durability of our city's economy. And tax revenue and wage growth, it's it looks good, right? And look, at the same time, there are economic challenges, and, and I, I, you know, we can't overstate. I think tax revenue growth is going to be modest, but you've got to spend smart. You've got to prioritize our resources that, that can support New York in this comeback and that are going to generate economic activity. You always want to budget responsibly. We're not looking to spend like drunken sailors, but the money is there. As long as we focus on equity and efficiency, then we're going to be okay, and the money is there, right? The, 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 city, is, the city economy is durable. The the, the, the national economies are showing strength in, in a post-pandemic recovery. People are spending and wage growth is remaining positive. So we got to be smart. You know, you got to be smart. You got to save for a rainy day. But, but we're not in a place where we're going to have to cut with a scythe. If anything, we're going to use a surgeon's blade, but we don't need to cut with a scythe because New York City is in good shape. So, <clears throat> Councilman Justin Brannon, there was an, and forgive me if, if I'm not getting this perfectly correct, but I read something about a aspect of the budget that folks wanted you to sign up for regarding defund the police, and you refused to do that. I believe it was the Progressive Caucus. Is that accurate? That's right. The the, so the progr- just, just just give me a little background on that. So the the Progressive Caucus, which I was a member of up until a month ago, um, you know, put out a new sort of, you know, statement of of what you needed to sign on to to be a member of the Progressive Caucus. And one of the things was to, um, you know, uh, defund or or lessen the size of the New York City Police Department. And it just wasn't something I was in support of. I, I think, look, I think that Cops signed up to catch bad guys, right? They didn't sign up to be mental health professionals. They didn't sign up to, um, you know, address people who are experiencing homelessness. They signed up to uh, catch bad guys. And we need to let the cops do that job. But I think that there are other, there are other places where um, situations where instead of sending in someone with a gun, you could, you don't, you don't need to send in a guy with a gun, right? You need to, you need to send in a mental health professional or someone who can deescalate a situation. And I think, I think most people would agree with that. The problem is right now we have, we can call 911. That's all we can do. And when you call 911, a guy with a gun shows up and, and that's, you know, the cops didn't sign up to be mental health professionals. Justin, let me just ask you. So if it's under, like, so under the police budget, as opposed to defunding the police, if you like funded them even more could, and I understand what you're saying about 911, 
But can they, can't there be a branch of the NYPD that deals like the mental health unit who, that don't that does not run around carrying guns, but run around carrying PhDs? Honestly, I think that's what most of the folks. If you have five minutes to actually talk to someone who who believes in in changing what the police do, that's that's what they want, right? I think when you talk about reimagining public safety, look, you have some lunatics who want to abolish the police department, right? But I think most people, they, they feel the same way. And frankly, they feel the same way that cops do, that, that the, the cops, were, you, we can, look, we can't more cops our way out of every problem we face, right? Like I keep saying, cops signed up to catch the bad guys. They didn't sign up to be mental health professionals. But right now, people call 911 for all sorts of reasons. But when you call 911, either the fire department comes or a paramedic comes or a guy with a gun comes. And we're sending in armed officers into situations that maybe that's not what's needed, right? Mental health crises or domestic violence incidents or homelessness or noise violations or neighbor disputes. Right now, we don't have an alternative. That's the problem. But I think all of these are scenarios for which we should be considering alternate alternative responses, right? Because for decades, we've been asking our cops to act as social workers and make mental health evaluations in the field. And I think that needs to change. And I think everyone agrees with that from the cops to folks who want to defund the police. You know, I don't think it's people who want to who want to abolish the police department. It's people that want the cops to, they want the cops to show up when, when, when you call 911, but understanding that sometimes that's not what you need in a certain situation. But until we have an alternative, that's all we've got. So Justin, I got two minutes left and I just want to talk, cover one last topic with you. I mean, there's plenty I could talk to you. <laughs> you talked to you for the rest of the show, but I'm up against a sure. hard break. I know, were you involved with um, adding economic abuse to the domestic violence law? Yes, sir. And I was very, very, very proud of that. New York City human rights law is, is one of the strongest in the country, as it should be. New York City should always be leading and never letting anyone eat our lunch. But it was a blind spot in the New York City human rights law that uh, domestic violence survivors couldn't use um, economic abuse, financial abuse, because it wasn't part of the official definition of domestic violence in the human rights law. So we added economic abuse into that definition, and now it em- empowers survivors to hopefully get out of relationships where, you know, you, the, the number one reason that people often stay in toxic or, or violent relationships is because their abuser, right, is controlling their money, is basically right. tying them to the radiator because they're, they're controlling their cash. And, and they can't get out of relationships for that reason. Now, uh, survivors of domestic violence will have another tool in the arsenal to to go after their abusers. And, and I think it's New York City needs to be leading the way there. All right. Councilman Justin Brannan, he is the chair of the Finance Committee. Justin, I'm going to let you go. Um, warm regards to your fantastic uh, better half. And uh, <laughs> on you. behalf of my mother, she would like you to address all these weed shops popping up. Oh my God! Um, targeting me kids, but you realize my poor mother, who's in her 80s, she strolls into 86th Street to a place called Gelato, thinking she's going to get some <laughs> chocolate or pistachio ice cream, and they're offering her skunk or sensimilia. So uh, I promised her I would mention that to you. But Justin, yeah, I know I'm you got a lot on your plate. Right, All right, thank you, Adi. I appreciate the time. We'll be in touch, Justin Hi, Brannon, the council member for Bay Ridge, Diker Heights, Bensonhurst, and Bath Beach. We'll be right back. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease and spent the first eight months of his life in the hospital. 
Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in our lives. For five weeks as a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon instead of having to sleep in a hospital bed. Starlight provides moments of joy for families like mine at a time where there's very little to be found. Learn more about how Starlight brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for an extraordinary travel opportunity that will be the highlight of your year, maybe a highlight of your life. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel this October for the Stand with Israel tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we uncover important geopolitical sites and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to register or call 855-565-5519. So, would you like a career in the legal field making great money without having to go to law school and incurring all that debt? A career that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently. Well, then you know what I'm going to talk to you about. The high-powered and lucrative career in court reporting. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. When I was in Atlanta yesterday in the courtroom, there was there was the court reporter front and center running the show. Court systems, schools, television stations, they're all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College, our Plaza College, to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info, I-N-F-O, at plazacollege.edu, info at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertuna and Kamins, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertuna and Kamins earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertuna and Kamins law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. So I go to Atlanta, I bring my little like overnight bag because it was only only an overnight kind of gig. And guess what I left home? My hemp leaf shea butter head cream. I call it head cream. It's not really head cream. You put it all over your body. I put it all over my body. And guess what happened? Boom, started peeling. Even though that that, like Florida suntan, which is 10 days old, I thought was all covered. It wasn't. Um, Let me tell you. 
This stuff really works. It moisturizes your skin uh, to a point where you feel a real difference. In the morning, I put that stuff on from head to toe, and there's like two or three different ones of them that I use. It's great. When you're done and when it soaks into your skin, your skin feels soft, smooth, hydrated, and you, it just gives you like a youthful, nourished feel. And before, I again, I missed this when I was away. In the shower, I use their liquid black soap to... I use it like on a loofah and clean up my whole body. The cool part about all of these products, besides the fact that they're vegan friendly and cruelty free, is they are manufactured right here in Long Island, New York. And for those of you who work out a lot, they have what's called Icy Pot. And Icy Pot is a muscle rub. And it helps you after you work out. It helps your, uh, your, your, what do you call those things? Muscles. It helps your muscles heal. And for those women who walk around in those high heels and those, crazy shoes that, that sometimes you decide to wear and the bottom of your feet, especially your heels are all messed up. You could use the heel Ixer, H-E-E-L-I-X-I-R. To find out more about all of these beautiful products, you could just continue to listen to the show because I'm going to have their two founders on in a minute. Or you could go to www.hempleaf, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com, www.hempleaf.com. Dot com that's h-e-m-p-l-i-e-f and mention the name arthur at checkout and you get 10 percent off don't go away i'm going to come right back with the founders of hemp leaf we return now with lifetime new yorker and legal analyst attorney arthur idala and the arthur idala power hour let me run with you tonight i'll take you allowed to ask you like what happened today in 1968 regarding the rolling stones you can ask me and uh more than happy what to happened tell today you today in 1968 what uh, happened today in 1968 with the rolling stones so today in 1968 the rolling stones started daily sessions at olympic studios in london to start recording their next album beggars banquet and they were working from Live 7 p.m to 8 a.m each day without a break the Stones worked on Jumpin' Jack Flash, Child of the Moon, Jigsaw Puzzle, and Parachute Woman, as well as the instrumental foundation for a song called Did Everybody Paid Their Dues, which would later become Street Fighting Man. Which is the song Street Fighting Man they opened up uh, the show with that I saw in Paris. Just wrap your brains around that. They started at 7 p.m. and would work until 8 a.m. Just a little different than, let's say, how we work here in the... <laughs> A little in bit. the court system. Um, and today is um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's birthday. That is correct. She, right, she would have been 90 years old today. And she died on September 18th, 2020, at the age of 87. Um, let's talk about our next guest. It is Jason Green and Ray Pickney II from Hemp Leaf. Um, since I talk about them every day, I'm just going to bring them right on the show. Hello, Jason and Raymond. It's Arthur Idala. How are you, gentlemen? How are you doing, Arthur? How are you doing? I'm doing, doing really well. Raymond, I believe this is the first time that you're jumping on the airways with us. Uh, Jason is a veteran. Jason, how am I doing? Am I, am I, am I spreading the word about how well your product spreads on my big, beautiful bald head? 
You know what? I don't think anyone could say it better than you. But what I want to do is I want to introduce my, my partner, my friend Ray, to you know a little bit of the genius behind the curtain. You know, I've talked about him a lot, but he's the one that has come up with all these formulas and all these things that you love to spray all over your body. And so I just want to you know give a little bit of an idea of who he is. So Ray, take it away. Hey guys, can you guys hear me? We got you loud and clear, Ray. Fantastic, fantastic. First of all, thank you for having us on. Um, Jason, thank you. You're amazing. Arthur, oh, thank you so much. Ray. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're, we're here, him, please. Yes. Can you hear me? Or did uh, I am I still there? No, everyone's still there. Oh, I have dead air. Okay, hello, can you guys hear me? Hello, hello. Ah, can you guys hear me? Now I got you guys you. Are you there? I think this is when the guy used to come on the phone and say, uh, "You are experiencing operating difficulty. Please stand." Can by. you guys? Can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? I, I have you, Sam Boland. You got me. I have you, and I have our guests as well. Okay, Hi, Ray. Start talking. All right. So anyway, we're here, please. Thank you guys for having us on okay. this evening. We're excited, so, excited to be here. So uh, we created Hemp Leaf so that. People like Arthur with his beautiful bald head can stay beautiful and shiny, uh, letting the world know who he is and that he's coming. That's, that's it, guys. Great show. Thanks a lot. <laughs> now, uh, Ray, I have a question regarding hemp leaf. Now, how did you decide on what products you were going to put out? I know you have the Helixer. You have the Icy Pot. Who is the one in charge of the creative side that decides on what kind of products you're going to work on? So I create the products and Jason produces them. Jason is a master manufacturer. He's also a scientist too. So he puts his hand into how things are created, but I'm the master formulist for the company. Um, we both make a decision as to what we're going to put out uh, by listening to everybody. We listen to people like Arthur. We listen to people like the people walking, walking the streets, what they need. But I, I am the master formulist for the company. So I, it's Arthur Raymond. Um, so when you, I know you studied for a long time again uh, under a very well-known herbalist, uh, Alfredo Bowman, aka Doctor yeah. Sebi. Um, yes. Yeah. So tell us what you learned from him that uh, helped you make the, create this product. Wow. So I, I did study with Doctor Sebi for more than thirty years of my life uh, dealing with him. He, um, Doctor Sebi, taught me a lot about the natural herbs from around the world that will actually clean up the body. That helps. Uh, deal with the mucous membrane. The mucus is what causes everybody to oftentimes have the issues. He's the gentleman back in the 80s that said, look, if you take the mucous membrane of the body and throw it, throw it off, you can help any disease thrive. So if you balance that out, you can help get rid of any disease. And he proved that without a doubt. And uh, the Supreme Court for New York back in the 80s, a famous court case that we don't hear a lot about. But he's the one person that showed the entire world that you can get rid of any and every disease there is if you just clean out the mucous membrane of the body. So that's what we've done. We've taken that and we put that in a jar and we've actually helped do that. So Sadie taught me an immense on how to actually clean up the mucous membrane, clean out the cellular structure, like literally to clean off the cells, clean up the sugar, clean up the plaque, clean up the bacteria, the fungus and parasites of any cell you can get rid of any or you can balance out any cellular structure of the body and any disease that's attacking the body at that point 
So that's what so we're Raymond, doing. We're talking to Raymond Pickley. He is one of the creators of Hemp Leaf, who is a sponsor of the show. And um, so you're talking about cleaning out the mucous membrane. Tell us about the Hemp Leaf product that does uh, clean out the mucous membrane. Our shea butter that, you get, that you're using, Arthur, is what's doing that. You can take our shea butter. Any of our shea butters is made to penetrate the skin right down past the subdural of the, of the skin itself, the mucous membrane, right into the bloodstream. So any shea butter that we produce, the elixir, any of our black, black lavender, our peppermint, all of it goes into the body to help clean off the, the, the cellular structure. So what you can do with Dr. Savi's products, you can do with our products as well through skin. That's, wow. that's our product. That's how it works. What about the, the, the oral drops, that elixir that, that comes in? The elixir. Oh, yes. man, 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 man. You get into some heavy stuff. You get into some heavy stuff. So bacteria, fungus, and viruses. That right there is made to deal with uh, viruses that's inside the body that's already made its way into the body that's taking over your endocrine system. That right there is made to track it and to kill it. A sludge, a slug or a snail leaves behind a sludge. What that does is acts the same way. It follows that pattern right to the source of the virus, whatever virus it is, it's going to go to it. It's going to kill the cells. It's going to kill the eggs. It's going to kill the bacteria that's causing a uh, fungus. That's causing uh, that's causing a buildup in the body, like a cold, like the pneumonia. Any of that stuff is just going to kill on contact with. It's going to find out where it's at, where it's harboring itself, and it's just going to eliminate it. That's what our product is made to do. There. That's the elixir. That's probably one of the strongest things that we we're going to make for the human body. So the the uh, all of those shea butters and all that that's going in. And Carol Alt was on, I believe, last week, telling us about how anything you put on your body goes into your body, and that's why we love your product so much. Um, so the shea butter is going to go into your body and help clean things out there. And then the elixir, which I think you put a couple of drops under your tongue, is that correct? Right, exactly. So we're we're attacking your body both inside and out, and that's a very good point. The skin is the largest organism to the body. So people don't think about it, but the skin breathes and drinks. So if you suffocate it, it's going to start to turn colors and it's going to let you know what's happening. If you dehydrate it, it's going to actually let you know. So you have to keep it hydrated. So our products are made to both hydrate as well as moisturize the body. All right? So you're not going to be crazy. You're not going to be oily, but you will be hydrated. So that's what that's going to do from the outside. The elixir is made to drop up on the tongue, hold for 15 seconds, and to actually penetrate and get into those those areas of the body that's very hard, those crevices, it's going to find it's just a liquid. It's an immediate. It doesn't make any sense to us. When Jason and I sat down and thought about it and talked about it along with our team, when doctors tell you or, or companies tell you, don't get this in your eye, don't get this on your skin, it's a problem because it's, it's going to make its way into the body. So whatever you're utilizing, you put it on your hands, that's first thing first. And you're going to rub it on your skin. So, so Jason, here, I'm sorry, Ray. So here's here's what I would like you to do. I need you and Jason yeah. in the somewhat near future. I want you guys to come into the studio, and even though we're gonna be we're gonna do it live on Facebook, and we'll be on the radio at the same time, and I want us to do a little like real demonstration so you can show people what this is really all about. Because no no, no, no I use I use no the product, and it's and it's super cool. So. Uh, Jason Green and Ray Pickney II, I want to thank both of you, the makers, the creators of all the hemp leaf products. They'll be on live sooner than later. Joan will set it up. We're going to take a quick break. 
folks, don't go back. Don't go away. I want to tell you what my conversation with Joe Tacopina was like. We'll be right back. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies. as nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now, 800-2468-751 or balanceofnature.com. And don't miss Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970. The Answer. Would you like to go to Italy with Joe Piscopo? Yes, you would. You know why? Because I did, and it is a blast. Perillo Tours is setting up an unbelievable trip. Rome, Catania, Taromina, Savoca, Forza de Agro, Mount Etna, Palermo. I mean, the best of Rome, the best of Sicily, nine nights. What a trip. Enjoy wonderful food, taste classic Italian wine at Mount Etna. <clears throat> See some of the actual locations where they filmed the iconic movie The Godfather. It's a trip you'll remember for years to come. You'll also be treated to an intimate dinner performance by Piscopo in Rome. I did that as well. It is fantastic. So call Perillo Tours, 1-800-431-1515. 800-431-1515. Remember, Perillo Tours is a stress-free escorted vacation where you don't lift a finger. So October 18th to October the 28th, it's going to be a blast. Go to PerilloTours.com or call 1-800-431-1515. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. So, number one, I apologize for the little technical difficulties, um, but apparently Sam Bellino fixes everything. Sam Bellino, there's someone on the phone who I don't know who's on the phone. They are on. Am I supposed to say hello? You can say hello. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I don't know who's on the line. They just told me there's someone on the line you got to talk to. Arturo Sempredoro. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's going on? Happy anniversary. What's going on? Beware the eyes of March. <laughs> well, that's an interesting intro there, Mario. What's going on with you, brother? I was told to come on and stump you uh, in the last few minutes of your uh, show. Well, you could easily stump me, you know, with that. It's I so said. funny. Excuse me? That's what I said in response. I said I could do that pretty easily. Well, I mean, tomorrow, you know who's dying to do this with you, right? For real. I mean, you did it once with Morano, but you got to do it again. Again, throw out a question and anybody can answer it from, uh, from, from their home. Just... All right. Real easy one. What did Michael and Kay get Tom Hagen for Christmas? The Schaefer pen. Ooh, close. Reynolds pen. Reynolds close. pen. Oops. 
All right, not bad. Go ahead, give me one. Give me one more. All right. When Salat uh, Soga asked the Don for uh, help, what does he uh, offer him for uh, his protection and his uh, finance? First of all, how much finance, and what did he offer him in return? I. I know exactly the scene. I have no idea. And then I, now I have a question I want to ask you. Go ahead. I give the answer. Well, he says, uh, so I, it was 30%. So I get 30% for, uh, for you know, protection and finance. He says, if you consider a million dollars near finance, te salud, Don Corleone. Very Go ahead. What's your question? My question is, how do you feel, Mr. Mario Romano, being such a film buff, especially a film buff of that genre? Uh, and what do you think the cause was that they did not mention the great Paul Sorvino at the Oscars and the in memoriam section. Well, that he was the biggest, he was the, the, the worst the omission. You know, the, you had some other people, Tom Sizemore, who was uh, uh, nominated for the Academy Award, I think, for Saving Private Ryan. You had Ann Hesch, who died tragically. But Sorvino was definitely the, the greatest omission. I'll compare it to this. They, there was a show that came out called The Offer this year. It was phenomenal. It was on Paramount Plus. It was about the making of The Godfather. Miles Teller was in it. It was phenomenal. It's rated on IMDb as an 8.7. It didn't get a nomination, let alone any awards um, uh, uh, this year. And I'm sorry, I just think it has to do with the whole, the whole, uh, you, you saw the movie that won. I, I didn't understand the movie. I tried to watch it. It was like a video game. And I just think that uh, that becomes more important to to uh, make those. So kind is, of it, is it a cultural so, thing? Is it a woke thing? Is it an anti-Italian thing? Is it yeah, is it Sovino is a hardcore Republican thing? You know, I mean, he was in I think seven uh, uh, movies that were nominated for the Academy Award. Paul Sovino was, and he was up for an, for an award himself with Goodfellas, right. I believe. Yeah, I, I think it, you can pick and choose. You hit on all the uh, the right you know, possibilities, and and. If this is what it's uh, all about, it's terrible. I, I mean, like I said, this 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 uh, series didn't get a mention, and it's more the Golden Globes. It was TV, not movies. But the Golden Globes, it it received nothing, and it was absolutely phenomenal. And it, any Godfather buff would would love it. All right. Well, I did not know Uncle Mario Romano was calling. One of my closest and dearest friends, but <clears throat> this was a pleasant surprise. Tune in tomorrow night. I know we're going to have a couple of good guests. I will fill you in on my conversation with Mr. Tacopino, who, who Mario worked with as well in the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office, about some of the inside scoop of what's going on with President Trump. Have a wonderful Wednesday night, and we'll see you tomorrow. Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.